Good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. I want to rejoice with you this morning on things God did with us. Uh, now I'm in Harrisonburg. Um, I talked about um, Dr. Farrer, Chuck Farrer, who was a professor at theology at uh, ORU University in Tulsa, <clears throat> who through Art Carlson became a friend, and uh, that in the church that he was part of in Tulsa, we got to know him. They had a program during the summer called a uh, summer training program, and a couple of our guys went out the first summer, and I think some other people went another time. <clears throat> Pretty sure they did. And we thought, maybe we should do that. We had a lot of, uh, of people in their young, early 20s who was zealous, wanted to serve the Lord, and um, were very serious. And we thought, well, why don't we have our own summer training program? <clears throat> um, in scriptures, in, uh, in Timothy, it's... It, he tells them in Second uh, Timothy, chapter two, <clears throat> verse two, I think, um, the things that you've heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men and women, uh, who will be able to teach others also. <clears throat> and we had these kind of young people in our church who uh, we knew. Were were called and were were desirous to uh, to serve the Lord. <clears throat> we thought, how can we help train them even further? Let's do an STP. So we rented uh, dormitories at Eastern Mennonite High School, and I don't know how many people. It was probably twenty five, maybe thirty <clears throat> um, people in their twenties and early thirties. Uh, all, um, I think, were single. And the guys are in one dorm, girls in another. <clears throat> and they worked during the day, but they would um, come back at night, have dinner together. And during the week, we had home, we had small groups, we had uh, Bible studies, we had worship services. <clears throat> we had speakers come in. Dr. Farrar came in and spoke. Um, John Mazzano came over, <clears throat> I think, um, Dan Wolf, Gary Burgle, uh, um, Merle Allender, um, and, and, uh, so they got good teaching. We, uh, we even did things like showed them, uh, they were taught how to, set up a, a table for a, uh, a fancy meal. <clears throat> uh, they were each given jobs uh, from buying groceries to cooking to cleaning, and they just worked together. <clears throat> uh, in Timothy, a lot of these thoughts came from First and Second Timothy, but in First Timothy 3.15 said, uh, that you may know how you ought, or how one ought to uh, 
behave in the household of God and living together and working together. Um, these these kids were young people were desiring to <clears throat> to pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, and to be with those who also were doing the same thing. Um, they were young, but um, like in Timothy, First Timothy four twelve, it said, "Let no one despise you for your youth, but set uh, believers an an example." in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. And they did. <clears throat> and among this group, um, although they were young then, uh, leaders have come from it. In fact, Merle Shank was there. He's now the senior pastor at Grace Covenant Church in Harrisonburg. Um, I, I can't even remember all the people. In fact, as I hope, those of you that are listening were there or know who was there, um, send me a little note or something, however you do it. But it was an opportunity to train young people. Um, I, we only did it for one year. I don't know why. We never did it again. <clears throat> but out of that group came many strong leaders. Now that was not their only training. They uh, they grew many other ways, of course. But uh, one of the obligations of the church is to take um, to look out for the strong young people and give them opportunities to invest in them, <clears throat> to share uh, what we've learned. I wasn't old then; I probably was in my forties, but. I'd had I'd been blessed in many ways, and so I was sharing what I knew, and then we brought in people who were also equipped and able to invest. Investing in young people is the uh, is the key for the next generation <clears throat> of the gospel going forth, and so uh, it was a great time. I look back on it, and again, it was uh, it was just one of those where we one connection led to another, and so this connection with Dr. Farah helped bring this about. <clears throat> uh, in addition, Dr. Farah um, had a couple other uh, encounters in my life. One um, was with. Uh, the group called Maranatha. <clears throat> Maranatha was a uh, strong college ministry all over the United States, maybe even countries, other countries. And uh, But they were pretty zealous and uh, a little bit possessive of their people, and they had been branded by Christianity Today as a cult. So... Uh, some of the theology was a little mixed up. In addition, there were some of the practices, but the theology part, Christianity was concerned about. And uh, somehow it was recommended to them that Dr. Farah meet with them and help them uh, develop a comprehensive and correct uh, statement of faith <clears throat> and doctrine for their organization. So uh, 
Somehow, uh, it happened during a conference in uh, uh, Montreat. Becky and I were there. Dr. Ferrer came in to meet with Bob Warner and his group. <clears throat> and so uh, Dr. Ferrer was going to meet there in the, in the hotel or conference center, and he asked me to go with him. So I went with him, and we knocked on the door, and Bob Warner came to the door, and, uh, and he said, uh, you know, who, who's this guy? And uh, Dr. Ferris said, he's my friend Dick Blackwell, and he's with me. And Bob said, I, I don't want him here during this discussion. And Dr. Ferris said, well, then I'm not coming. Um, that we need him. <laughs> and uh, so I was there during this long session where Dr. Ferris went over things with him. And every now and then he would turn to me and said, that uh, seems right, doesn't it, Dick? I said, yes, sir. Uh, um, and Bob Warner, uh, Maranatha had probably led hundreds to the Lord. <clears throat> um, and I don't know how much Dr. Farrah helped because Maranatha had problems later. It was more in a practice than what they actually believed. <clears throat> they were good people who loved the Lord, but they were very zealous and very, actually, possessive. Uh, there many good people came out of that organization, but that was the case when Dr. Ferrer um, thought more highly of me than I did myself. And then another case with Dr. Ferrer, well, that was a retreat in St. Louis, and uh, Dr. Ferrer asked me to come, and uh, Jamie Buckingham was the one pretty much putting it on, and I already knew Jamie from having gone with him to Israel. But Jamie said, uh, not to be ugly, but Dick's ministry is not as... Um, big and important as the others that were being invited. And uh, he's younger, and uh, we, we just, I don't, Jamie didn't think I should come. Dr. Ferrer said, insisted, almost to the point that he wouldn't come if I didn't come. <clears throat> uh, so, Jamie relented. Hey, I'm back. <clears throat> Sorry about that. It uh, just cut me out. Anyway, I was telling you that at this conference, <clears throat> I hope you watching you pick up the second part of this. At that conference were <clears throat> leaders from all over the country. Peter Lord was another one of the men there. And there were, it was like 25, and I don't, I can't even remember all of them, but there were, there were well-known charismatic leaders at that time. And they sat at, a, at a, basically a round table, introduced themselves, came to me. I don't think anybody there knew who I was, but Farrah and, and uh, Jamie Buckingham. <clears throat> but I just listened. I didn't, I mean, I was with giants at that time in 
in the kingdom in America, and uh, I thought it was a wonderful opportunity to, to learn. Uh, had each, <clears throat> there were two men in, in a cabin, and I was with uh, Peter Lord, who was a pastor from from Florida. And he'd written a book on uh, turkeys and eagles. And uh, basically the story was that uh, some eagles had two little eaglets, but the parents went off doing things and the little eaglets fell out of the nest, I guess got hungry and went looking, and uh, were on the ground and some turkeys came along and said, uh, what are y'all doing here? And uh, they said, well, our parents went away and we, we need something to eat. And they said, well, come on, go with us. So they were eating acorns and the eagles didn't really like acorns, but they ate them stay alive and uh so anyway the story was you know they and one day they saw some they looked up and he saw these beautiful birds white head white tails flying up in the sky and the eagles felt kind of drawn to them but the turkey said no 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 just stay with us those are old weird birds and um uh, so the, the way he was doing it, he said, you know, wanted to know if we as Christians have, so to speak, we're eagles, but have the turkeys been messing with us? And he had a bunch of questions, and some of you remember that I, uh, I did them in, in, at, at different times at, in the church. But it was like, on a scale of 1 to 10, <clears throat> how righteous is Jesus? Well, you would say 10. But then the next question was, on a scale of 1 to 10, how righteous are you? Well, most people would say, well, I try to be good. I'm like, a, maybe I might be a 7. Well, the truth is, you're a 10 if you're in Christ. And so the question is, how much of the turkey's been messing with you? What do you really believe about what is the truth in your life? What do you really know? And... Uh, it was an interesting way of, of uh, looking at it, that uh, how do we know what's true? Well, we have to study, we have to be around people who are wise, but we have to know the Bible for ourselves, or the turkeys are going to mess with us. We're going to believe wrong things. We're going to believe God is not able to take care of us, or he won't, or he doesn't really love me. Uh, he or he can't forgive me for what I've done. Um, that's that's turkeys talking to you. Um, we we've been given a wonderful gospel that enlightens us and brings us into truth. But if we don't know it, we we think we're turkeys, but we're really eagles. Now, my my video this morning quit and I had to restart it so if you're watching the second part this this is like the second part today you can go back and look for the first part don't let the turkeys mess with your thinking let, know what what you are really as an eagle as a believer a child of God you're important 
you uh, you have inheritance uh, with him <clears throat> eternal life and um, a right to peace and uh, joy every day god bless you <clears throat> Um, see you tomorrow. This is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. Love you. Bye.